welcome, welcome back to episode two of season five, Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. This week's episode, I will be diving deep into time, space-time continuums, time travel, and the legend of the Kronos Pfizer, which is allegedly being held in secret in the basements or basement of the Vatican. Could it be in a vault? Could it be in their library? Could it be hidden away in the miles of underground tunnels connected to the Vatican? We may never know, but this is a fun story to share anyway. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode, which was a swift reintroduction to Paranormally Speaking, the beginning of Season 5, which was last week. This week is Episode 2. And like I said, it's over time. I have very little time today, but I'll make it count since time is irrelevant. There is no beginning. There is no end. Or is there? So blow your mind for a moment. Imagine just learning now that the pyramids have existed for over 5,000 years or they were made that far back. Let's say they never existed beforehand, but something happened that changed the course of time in the past from someone in the future. They knocked something over. They moved something. They made the pyramids happen. And we are just now learning about it. And it's been a part of our human history because of that one slight movement. So we're looking in 2023 now at pyramids that have existed for thousands of years that may or may not have just been built in an alternate timeline, therefore creating a shift in our reality. That's kind of what I'm getting into today in this week's episode. So buckle up, put on your thinking caps, and try to pay close attention to what I'm talking about because it is going to get bumpy. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Even I don't even know how to bring you into this one, how to introduce it, or where to start other than the headline. The legend of the Kronos Visor, a time machine hidden in the Vatican. From the 1960s until the 1990s, Father Pellegrino Ernetti claimed that he helped create a time machine called the Kronos Visor, which he used to observe the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. From the unsolved disappearance of Emanuele Orlandi in 1983 to a covert collection of documentation known as the Apostolic Archive, the Vatican's history is full of secrets. And of all of the Vatican's purported secrets, none may be more bizarre than the legend of the Kronos Visor. The Kronos Visor is said to be a device that gives the user the ability to see through time. Though the existence of the Kronos Visor has never been proven. A 2002 book by Vatican priest Father Franchios Brun says otherwise. According to Bruin, the Kronos Visor was developed by Father Pellegrino Ernetti, a Benedictine monk. Ernetti allegedly kept the device secret until the early 1960s, when he confided in Bruin and told him that 12 scientists, including famed physicist 
Enrico Fermi and former Nazi scientist Wenher von Braun helped him build this. Made of cathode rays, antenna, and metals that received sound and light signals on all wavelengths, the Kronos Visor purportedly allowed the team of scientists to document the events of the past, including the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. The machine, therefore, could validate the teachings of the Bible simply by providing a first-hand look into the past. The Kronos Visor was allegedly built by a Nobel Prize winner and a NASA engineer. The de facto resource of the Kronos Visor is Brune's 2002 book, Le Nuave Mystero du Vatican. In it, Brune explains how he met Father Ernetti on a boat ride across Venice's Grand Canal in the early 1960s. Like Brune, Ernetti was well-versed in the history of ancient languages, which made for a natural conversation. But soon, Ernetti directed their chat towards science. Brune had been expounding on the many ways in which the Christian Bible could be interpreted when Ernetti suggested that he had access to the truth via a time-traveling device. Ernetti claimed that he and a group of renowned scientists came together in a mutual quest to uncover the past. One of the scientists was Fermi, who won the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1938, and another was an ex-Nazi, von Braun, whose work at NASA got America to the moon. According to Ernetti, the device had several antenna, three of which were made of mysterious metals that picked up sound and light waves across their entire respective spectrums. A direction finder on the device was allegedly tuned into the specific era one wanted to view, while the screen displayed it and recording device captured the footage. The Kronos visor was thus more of a window into the past than a physical time machine. Ernetti said it worked like a television, catching echoes from days long agone, from long ago that had been floating in space, and he claimed to have seen some astonishing things. Device supposedly reveals some of the Bible's most important moments. Ernetti recounted how he witnessed Marcus Tilius Cicero's speech to the Roman Senate in 63 BC. He gestures, his annotation, Ernetti effused, how powerful they were, what flights of oratory. Ernetti made additional increasingly bolder and much bolder claims, such as having, like I said before, observed the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. From the founding of the Roman Empire to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, Ernetti alleged that he and his team had taken a peek into some of the most important events mentioned in the Bible. On May 2, 1972, an Italian publication called La Domenica del Corriero published his claim titled A Machine That Photographs the Past Has Finally Been Invented. The article covered Ernetti's shocking statements for all of Italy to read. Alongside the admittedly dubious claims, the magazine published an alleged photograph from the Kronos visor that Ernetti claimed captured the Romans crucifying Jesus Christ. The 1972 article also purported that Ernetti had witnessed the Last Supper and kept a photograph of the biblical event for himself as a souvenir. 
Ernetti maintained until his death in 1994 that the machine had been hidden away by the Vatican in order to safeguard it from falling into the wrong hands. Increasingly, the Vatican decreed, and interestingly enough, in 1988, they decreed that anyone using an instrument of such characteristics would be excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Shortly before he died, Ernetti wrote an open letter adamantly reiterating that the device was real. He claimed that Pope Pius VI forbade us to disclose any details about this device because the machine was very dangerous. It can restrain the freedom of man, he said. As tantalizing as the Kronos Pfizer may sound, many of Ernetti's claims about it have since been debunked. Skeptics have maintained that his purported photograph of Jesus was merely a cheap reproduction of a statue housed in the Umbrian church. Another magazine argued that the photo was merely a reversed image of Jesus from a postcard made in the Italian town of Calavezena. In 1996, Pericleus magazine issued further critiques of Ernetti's claims. The piece questioned why Ernetti hadn't published detailed instructions on how to build the device in order to legitimize his claims. Well, that makes sense. He probably didn't want it falling in the wrong hands. Furthermore, the article revealed how the Kronos Pfizer design bore a stark resemblance to a similar device in a 1947 sci-fi novella. Some say the father, that Father Pellegrino Ornetti confessed to having fabricated the whole story before his death on April 8, 1994, but this remains hotly contested, with Von Braun, Fermi, Ernetti, and Brun all now dead. Only the intriguing mystery remains. In that sense, the Kronos Pfizer has stood the test of time as a Vatican mystery for the ages. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. The Highway Time Travelers. In October 1969, two men identified only as L.C. and his business associate, Charlie, were driving north from Abeville, Louisiana, toward Lafayette on Highway 167. As they were approaching the nearly empty road, they began to approach what appeared to be an antique car traveling very slowly. The two men were impressed by the mint condition of the nearly 30-year-old car as it looked virtually new and were puzzled by its bright orange license plate in which the stamp said only 1940. They figured, however, that the car had been part of some antique auto show. As they passed the slow-moving vehicle, they slowed their car to get a good look at the old model. The driver of the old car was a young woman dressed in vintage 1940s clothing, and her passenger was a small child, likewise dressed the same. The woman seemed panicked and confused. L.C. asked if she needed help, and through her rolled-up window, she indicated yes. L.C. motioned for her to pull off to the side of the road. The businessmen pulled up ahead of the old car and turned onto the shoulder of the road. When they got out of their vehicle, right after pulling off, they realized the old car had completely vanished without a trace. There were no turn-offs or anywhere else the vehicle could have gone. A few seconds later, another couple of cars pulled up to the businessmen, quite puzzled themselves. 
They said that they had seen their car pull off to the side and the old car behind it, and it simply vanished into thin air. Computer, execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. There's a conspiracy theory that the world ended in 2012. And if you look back at the time between then and now, it kind of makes sense. It's been a crazy few years for the world. And if someone said to you in 2012 that property mogul Donald Trump would have become president in 2016, you would have thought that person was clinically insane. And that the United Kingdom would seemingly shoot themselves in the foot over Brexit. They'd probably have a hard time believing it if you brought up those two interesting facts that became a hostile reality. Fast forward to 2022. And that's the world we find ourselves in. Unsurprisingly, then, some Internet users have become convinced that we are in some sort of parallel universe. How would we find ourselves in this bizarre universe? Well, Twitter user Nick Hinton is convinced that the world actually ended in 2012. And his ideas seem to have found a little bit of support. In July 2020... Hinton started a Twitter thread titled, A Conspiracy Thread. Did the world end in 2012? It's since gone on to acquire thousands upon hundreds of thousands of replies and retweets from fellow social media users who believe, or seem to, and this idea. The thread starts, I've wanted to talk about this subject for a while now, and the other day I had a random urge to look into it again and read some old stuff. You know, just for fun. Ever since then, I've noticed other people talking about it again. And in this snippet, he says, I've wanted to talk about this subject for a while now. And that was July 25th, 2020. Hinton started by explaining that he's known of a few people who think very close to the way he's thinking but have not been able to find any mention of it online. This has actually been really frustrating for me, he says, because I have nothing to refresh my memory while writing this. I found a few things here that are helping me to piece the puzzle together again, but I know there used to be so much more out there, he said on July 25th, 2020. Hinton believes that the world ended in 2012 when scientists found the Higgs boson. So did the world actually end in 2012? Well, it was the year the scientists at CERN finally found the Higgs boson. You know, the particle Stephen Hawking predicted could destroy the universe, or in his own words, cause the universe to undergo a catastrophic vacuum decay, Nick Hinton also said on his Twitter. Why does he believe this? Because nothing has felt the same since 2012 to him and to so many other people who seem to be 
noticing dual memories or inconsistencies in things they remember versus what they appear to be now. This is also like a Mandela effect. He goes on to say, there's an old cliche argument that nothing has felt right since 2012. I would agree with this. Maybe it has something to do with growing up and getting older. But ever since then, it seems like the world descends more and more into chaos each day. Time even feels like it's speeding up, he also said on Twitter. Hinton believes that the Higgs boson destroyed the universe and shifted our consciousness to another universe. He goes on to say, like I've said before, I think we live in a series of simulations. Perhaps the universe was destroyed by CERN, C-E-R-N, and our collective consciousness was moved into a parallel universe next door. It would be almost identical to what we experienced prior to 2012, but only a few of us would notice inconsistencies in past memories versus a current timeline. His reasoning? Some people seem to remember things slightly different from others. Some people remember Febreze rather than Febreze with one E. Some people remember Skechers instead of Skechers, C-H-E-R-S. They remember it having a T. Looney Tunes instead of Looney Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, which we see it as now. example would be J.C. Penny. The way we see it now is J.C. P.E.N.N.Y. Instead of J.C. Penny N.E.Y., which so many people remember it as having the N.E.Y. The list goes on. If these don't look or feel right to you, you're not alone. And a lot of these don't feel right to me. Berenstain Bears is a primary example. Uh, Kool-Aid, the way it's spelled and with the hyphen, didn't exist before. Now it's there. Jiffy Peanut Butter, Skippy, uh, the movie Shazam. It just goes on and on. There are some inconsistencies in the way we perceive things from earlier years versus how they are displayed as now. And it just doesn't seem right. And when you go to look back at it you almost have to have older pictures with those labels on it from a photograph taken years before but has that even been altered some people remember the statue of liberty of liberty being on ellis island while it's actually on liberty island mandela effect gets much creepier though some people remember the statue of liberty being in a totally different location 
It's actually on Liberty Island, Nick Hinton stated. Now that's not strange enough. If you go to Google Maps Street View, there's a few specific areas of Liberty Island where the Statue of Liberty is just, well, gone. Residue from the previous timeline, he wonders. Some people also seem to remember climbing the torch of the Statue of Liberty when it's actually been closed to the public since World War I. According to some reports, and I remember this myself, you could go up to the torch until 9-11. That's when they closed it to the public. Public could not access it. But now we're being told that it's been closed to the public since World War I, when I myself and hundreds of others remember that being closed to the public access only after 9-11. Apparently right before the United States entry into World War I, the Germans committed the first act of terrorism on U.S. soil. It was considered one of the largest artificial non-nuclear explosions to have ever occurred. I'm wondering why I didn't hear about this in school, only am I hearing about it now. There's even some photos believed to be taken from inside the torch. Then you found it taken away from the torch, taken inside of, but it just looks like the user's profile pictures, according to Hinton. Creepy. Were they time travelers? It gets even weirder, he says. There's also the weirdo Twitter account at Statue Ellis FDN, which makes no mention of Liberty Island at all and sports a creepy banner photo of people walking upstairs that led to nothing. There are even users who claim to be scientists from CERN who back up this theory. Well, anyways, a while back, there was a viral thread on 4chan posted by someone who claimed to be one of the 23 scientists at CERN responsible for creating the Mandela Effect as we know it today. They claimed the planet was destroyed and we were placed in a simulated world. So would the simulated be the same as an alternate universe or an alternate timeline? Or are we in a simulation and our physical body cease to exist, but metaphysically our minds exist in a program? These kinds of theories have been around for a while. The idea of simulations within simulations or a multiverse. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. Now, of course, this is not something new. The idea of simulations within simulations 
It has been a part of Eastern philosophy since the third century. A quote by Alan Watts illustrates it perfectly, where he says, we could also be on the back of a turtle. That is the Buddhist conception of the universe and an image. This also reminds me of the turtles all the way down myth, the story that the world sits on the back of a turtle who's standing on a larger turtle, who's standing on an even larger turtle. You get the idea. Science, as Nick Hinton says, he made this prediction using his time wave zero formula, which supposedly mathematically decodes the King-Wen sequence of the first Qing into something that graphs the fractal patterns of history. Nick Hinton also said, and it continues to get better. The government can't time travel past 2012, as he says. Is there another meaning to the end of time? Preston B. Nichols, a supposed whistleblower who wrote books detailing time travel experiments at Montauk Air Force Base, claimed that they were never able to time travel past 2012 because they could find no future beyond it. It's even made its way into pop culture. Stranger Things and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind are actually both loosely based on those supposed experiments. The end of history is a philosophical idea that has been talked about by such notable figures as Hegel, Marx, and most frequently Francis Fukuyama, Hinton writes. At the end of history, events still happen, but humanity has reached the end of its sociocultural evolution. This theory has nothing to do with time travel or simulations, but rather the stagnation of the human progress. He concludes, if you think fourth dimensionally or beyond linear time, we could say that the universe has already ended. The moment it began, the end was set in stone. We are convinced. Perhaps the universe is in a constant cycle of expanding and contracting, the Big Bang and the Big Crunch happening over and over, and our souls are just taking a ride on the cosmic Ferris wheel. Nick Hinton says thank you for reading. The thread received plenty of replies, and some people seem convinced. I don't even know what I don't know anymore, one user writes. Others are less easily convinced with one user writing, I hope people don't believe this. Laugh out loud. Time seems to move faster due to advanced technology. The amount of information that would take days or even weeks to reach the user back then is now available at our fingertips within seconds. Another user joked, your FBI man just got fired for letting you post this. Red flags all around. Are we in a simulation? Are we in an alternate universe? Have we been batted back and forth, riding on the back of a turtle, or batted around like a ball of yarn by some intergalactic cosmic cat that controls space and time? Science fiction tells us a lot. Life experience tells us only so much. Scripture from the Bible, as well as many other religions, mention time as irrelevant, as a constant, 
Einstein referred to time as a constant where there's no beginning, no end. And when you look at these things and you weigh the scientific plausibility, for example, upcoming film will be released next month by Marvel Cinematic Universe, Doctor Strange Part 2 and the Multiverse of Madness. It's all about fractured multiverses leaking in to each other and doppelgangers fighting one another. The same thing happened in a few months ago when Spider-Man No Way Home was released where we got to see three actors reprise the role of Spider-Man playing on the big screen together and fighting a greater evil and all of these villains from different universes seeping into our own universe and them having to come together to right the wrongs and correct the timeline. And this led to a domino effect of things that will continue on into several other Marvel movies over the next year or so. And this past weekend, a movie that I caught, which was called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, deals with multiverse, string theory, alternate realities, doppelgangers, time jumping, mind jumping, universe jumping, it's all mind-boggling, and there was so much to unfold within this film that, honestly, it is one of the best sci-fi films that I've ever seen that had a ton of heart, a lot of hope, a lot of potential, and it over-delivered. It was so good. I strongly recommend checking it out if you're interested in multiverse concepts and multiverse theory. But I'm Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. Well, too bad, so sad. I'm done for this week. I hope you learned something from this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Or that you may learn in the future. If something were to happen where people from the past or the future go to the past or the present and step on a worm or knock something over and change the course of history as we know it or as we once knew it, and we may have dual memories, therefore making us aware that there is a glitch in the matrix, that there is possibility of an alternate timeline that we're stuck in. Could we have skipped over? Could we have merged timelines or realities? What exactly is going on? Because not a lot has made sense over the last 10 years. So thank you once again for joining me on this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Paranormally Speaking. I'm Neil Parks. I'll catch you next time. Be sure to wear your seatbelt while you're driving. Chew thoroughly before swallowing your food. Have a great rest of the week. Say your prayers to whomever before you go to bed. And be a good person. 
Be kind to others. You don't know what kind of shit they're going through. Thank you and good night.